welcome back to the Tube Station podcast. This episode is going to be, uh, I don't know, what would, what would you title this one, Jack? I think just childhood movies. Childhood movies, okay. So that's what <laughs> we're calling it. Um, we're kind of going to go into some of our favorites, some scary and sad ones, and then also uh, everyone knows I like the conspiracy side of everything. So some of the uh, like subliminal messages and just r- really just weird shit that uh, they put in kids' movies that you probably uh, didn't even notice, even if you've seen these movies uh, 10 or 20 times, because I'm sure you have some of them. Uh, just some of the jokes, I think, just went right over our heads as kids, but maybe um, parents were a little more aware of uh, some of these jokes. And with that, I wanted to bring on my mother to kind of talk about, um, I don't know, her thoughts on kids' movies and why she uh, slightly censored what I was able to watch as a kid. So, hello, Mom. Can you hear me? I can. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Um, so just a couple questions to start off. Um, so like when you were growing up, uh, did you watch a lot of TV and movies or not so much? Like what, what were your parents like with, um, with watching TV and stuff like that? I think TV really wasn't as important, you know, um, I remember watching TV shows like The Partridge Family, Brady Bunch, um, there was a show called Love American Style that was very, you know, um, most explicit, but what really wasn't, you know. <laughs> looking at the time, right, looking funny. back, it probably wasn't, but at the time it was. Right, and I remember, like, sneaking to watch that. Um, but I was older. I was probably, you know, maybe ninth, tenth grade at that point. Um, but we didn't watch a lot of TV. Like, I didn't watch TV during the day. You know, even after school, I don't remember. I mean, when I was really little, I probably came home and watched Mr. Walsh's Neighborhood. But <laughs> I just remember there were three stations. You know, 2, 4, and 11. We didn't have cable as such. So right. we didn't have all those different stations to choose from. And so if nothing was on that you didn't, you know, there was, the stations didn't have anything that you watched. So, you know, you found something else in there. Right. We spent a lot of time you know, playing outside and that kind of thing. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely less of a technology-driven uh, childhood. As yeah, pretty much no technology. <laughs> right, you were out finding, making your own fun rather than just sitting in front of a screen all day like a lot of kids do now. So yeah, let, let's preface this episode with um, the whole reason that we got the idea for it is because something came up. We were talking about kids' movies, and Noel said that he hadn't seen like I listed probably like five or ten <laughs> and like eighty percent and these are like the most popular like most mainstream movies and like Lion five King. to ten per like five to ten and maybe eighty percent of them he's like never seen them so do you have any explanation for that on the parenting side? Oh wow! Well, I think he probably exaggerates it just a tad, but. I really, I didn't like the, I guess maybe because of the way I was up, I didn't think TV was as important 
And then on the other hand, there were a lot of movies that I thought were very, it gave negative, um, like the outcome might have been good, but throughout the movie, there was some really negative things. Like, and you know, the, the witches in the, in the movies that were, uh, like there was a lot of wicked stuff. Like the wicked stepmother role was in a lot of Disney movies. I, yeah, and so, um, and there was always some, I'm sorry, say it again. No, absolutely. You just said true. Absolutely. Yeah. So those were the kind of things that I just felt that when he was young, and when Gaz was young, there was no reason to watch them. Um, I didn't really think they gave a good story at the end. And then, a lot of fantasy stuff, which is good. But I really wanted them to like have fantasies in their own head, like a lot of imaginary play. I like really encourage that kind of stuff. And they were like on the edge of electronics as such iPads and all that kind of stuff came out, you know, just around that time. And I wasn't real sure about them. I didn't think they were going to be such a great thing. And they are now, but I, I didn't want them spending all their time on it. But as far as that goes, but as far as many goes, there was a lot of, um, you know, stories where whoever the mother, there's always a death of a mother and father of something. And then the person who replaced that person was very negative. Yeah. My, and, mom, always, <laughs> my mom always pointed that out and I never noticed it, but mm -hmm. a lot of Disney movies have a dead parent or just like a non-existent parent. Right. Like, mm -hmm. I, like toy stories. One of them. Um, I haven't seen lion King like in its entirety, but isn't, isn't there only a dad in that movie or something? Well, the or dad dies early. And or yeah. The, yeah, so like that's, and like you don't realize this, but uh, just the subliminal messaging and like the, like kids getting used to seeing stuff like that. I can I can see why. Um, I mean, I I always like to joke with my mom and give her a hard time about it, but I do see where she's coming <laughs> from with uh, some of the, a, a lot of it to me is just subliminal messaging that really you don't see, but with kids experiencing that over and over again in childhood, they might. It might affect them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I think it could pack something dark, um, like I, in their subconscious, almost. Absolutely. That's what I was always worried about. Because I think sometimes it's hard for children to express themselves, and maybe they're not really sure, and so then they watch the movie, and it's not really discussed. So yeah. then, you know, you're not sure what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I guess the, all the, you know, I just found a lot of Disney movies for that way. And I guess I, I gave Disney a negative <laughs> rap and said, I really didn't like any movies. So, that was my take on it. <laughs> no, there was some, you know, like I did like Toy Story. I thought that was good. Yeah, I know Toy Story. <laughs> like, even though Andy's dad just, like, never mentioned, but it's not like he was dead. He just wasn't there, and there was no there was no real focus on it. And I think uh, Toy Story was one of the uh, movies that didn't really – it was just, like, a, a, a wholesome, great movie. Like, obviously, it's one of the best childhood movies of all time. Um, mm hmm so that line, like a monster ink was a cute movie too well i don't remember no well. i don't remember that one being bad was that bad no i mean it, it <laughs> is it is cute but there's some there's some subliminal uh messaging in that 
in that too that uh, we'll actually get into later on. But um, the last thing we wanted you for before we uh, before we let you go is what we like to do with some of these topics is uh, do what's called a Mount Rushmore. And we wanted to mm-hmm. do a Mount Rushmore of kids' movies, which is where you take your top four, so like the four faces of kids' movies, and um, and just just give your top four, and that's that's your your Mount Rushmore. Yeah, top four. So we can each Bye. we can. Uh, do you want to, Jack? Should we go around or should we just all say our four? Um, let's go around. Let's keep it. I I have confidence that. She can do it. Um, the the only thing is you cannot <laughs> pick another one that someone else has already picked. So it's kind of like a sports draft. Like you cannot select Toy Story if Noel has already selected Toy Story. So, but we will no, give you the first pick, and then we'll kind of go around in a circle and just keep picking until each of us has four. Oh, I got it. Okay. Well, I'm definitely picking Toy. Toy Story because I know I will pick it and then I, I won't mean, have that one. Yeah, incredible <laughs> pick. It's an amazing. I mean, I, I can pick Toy Story too, right? Yep, you can. Okay, I'll take that because both of those movies are incredible. Ten out of ten. Wow. Okay. Um, I'll take yeah. Elf. I think oh, I love that movie. movie. Yeah, not a Disney a lot, movie. Yeah. Oh, that was on my. A lot of times your mind goes oh. just like straight to cartoons and you forget about movies like that but yeah elf is a classic mm-hmm. okay I like elf too. um so for my right, second um, one oh no no go for it you go for it oh yeah okay then then you go first now okay that how it works? yep we'll um, it, yeah. i will take finding nemo oh darn it that was one of mine too i love that <laughs> love may that not movie. be able to make it through this <laughs> um i'm gonna go with uh shrek Oh, great! I pick. love the movie Shrek. Shrek is a great movie. Good, good movie. Oh, geez, I'm gonna go with. Um, how about Honey? I Shrank the Kid. Oh, good wow. pick. That's one of those dark that's horses. That's like a real classic. That's a, yeah, that's an oldie, but I think that was a. I, it's hard to re- remember it all, but I do remember liking it. So I think it was I do love that movie. Okay, you're up again. Oh, I'm up again. Okay. Oh, geez. Um, what about the Goonies? Oh, Goonies is a great movie. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I remember, like, I never saw that as a kid growing up, but I remember one time in uh, middle school or... Uh, it might have even been elementary school. I was homesick one day, and I just watched it like <laughs> on cable TV, and it was it was amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, I think your father actually turned me on to the Goonies. I don't remember watching the Goonies when I was, you know, like well, probably when the Goonies came out. When do you think it came out? Like eighties or seventies? I'm not sure, but it turned, I don't remember watching it when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember him talking about it and seeing it as an adult, like before I had children. I thought nineteen eighty five. Eighty five. Okay. Mm. Never saw that. So. Oh, no. that was when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> all right, Noel. Um. All right. So my next one, I'm gonna say the SpongeBob movie. Mm. Oh. Dude. <laughs> yes. What are you not? Are you not happy with that pick, Mom? <laughs> 
It's a great movie. They go on a journey. David Hasselhoff's in it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's funny too. Like I feel like if I watched it today, I would still laugh. Oh yeah, I definitely think it'd still be funny. Um, so for my third pick, I'm gonna stick with who I am. I will pick, take Lilo and Stitch. Oh, there you go. The soundtrack. Oh, that was is a next good movie. Level. I forgot about Lilo. I forgot there was because uh, that was a TV show, right? It was, yeah. But the movie. But came there out was first. also a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my fourth pick, mm. I will take The Incredibles. Ooh. Oh, Jack, that's all my thought process. Dude, I love that. You're stealing that. all of hers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I should have just gave all four of mine first. Uh, all right, no all right, fourth and final. Next? No, I got to pick my final. I'm trying to think. Um, I think you guys went the wrong way. I think I should have. You're <laughs> <laughs> up. Um, I mean, I can't. I can't really I can't say Star Wars, right? Cuz that's no. no. Okay, I'll go with like I'll go with Home Alone. I really like the oh, movie Home good Alone. Good pick. Oh, that yeah, that's on that on my list. Too. That is a good pick. <laughs> so I think all four of I yours always... got picked all. <laughs> I know. Well, that's kind of just on the same page. Yeah, there you go. You see where I say movies that I was like, oh, that's the worst. So can you Cause think of one say, more? Like, Cinderella and Lion King. Uh, I guess Hmm, I'm going to go with. I guess I'm going to have to go old school. Um, I'm going to go Miracle on 34th Street. I cannot come up with wow. another movie. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I've heard of it. I know. Well, that's a really old movie. I, I As a kid, that was probably a movie like every, um, you know, Christmas time. We would, you know, go around, sit around and watch that movie Miracle together. So I think that's why Street. I like it. I'll have to check yeah. it out. Listen, I'm going to show mm-hmm. this episode to my mom, and I guarantee she'll say your list is the best like 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent tell her all the ones you stole from me though now. <laughs> yeah that's a good movie but yeah you guys pick some good ones awesome well um is, is there anything else oh uh, i got a timer going off or something is that you or is that me no that's me sorry um is there uh is there anything else you want to add before we uh before we move on no no that was quite good stuff all right cool well, now what are we what are you going to talk about now i have to i have to wait for the rest of the podcast to hear it i guess huh gonna yes. go down some crazy mode. yeah we're gonna go into some of the uh we actually have some audio clips to play from a couple of different movies of uh oh, nice. honestly sketchy stuff uh, when once you hear mm. it, you'll be like, "Did they really say that in the movie?" Yeah, they did. Um, so thank you for coming on, Mama. I love you. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I love you too. Good to talk to you, Jack. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know. Good to have you on. Good we luck, should guys. do this I again. Can't wait to hear the rest of you. Thank you. I would like that. It's been great. Um, I guess I'll just wait to hear the rest of it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All have right. a good night. See you later. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay, so, uh, like I said, next, we're going to try to... We're just going to kind of go through some of our thoughts on uh, some of these movies, and then we'll finish off by playing uh, some of those audio clips uh, from all different movies that all of us have seen. 
So, uh, so what were some of those movies that you, you know, haven't seen that you, that, you know, the whole reason we got here is because you said you hadn't seen a movie. Lion King, you said, was one. Yeah, I mean, Lion King, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Wally. Oh my god. Um, I mean, just start naming some. Well, honestly. yeah. So I had some honorable like, mentions for seen, the uh, Mount Rushmore. I'll, I I'll haven't go seen like now. Jungle Book or like uh, uh, Moana or Bambi or uh, uh, like I don't. Most of them I haven't seen. I saw. I know I've seen Blue, Beauty and the Beast, and then like all of the more recent ones. I, not super recent. I also have seen, or I have not seen Jungle Book, Moana, Bambi, all those you named. Uh, what's the one with the elephant? But Bumbo or Dumbo? What? Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen yeah. that. <laughs> I uh, haven't seen that either. Here's my Mount Rushmore Mount, uh, honorable mentions. I had Wally, like you mentioned. Like honestly, the most underrated disney movie you could think of i've uh, heard the gra- like the visuals are just like incredible too i mean the whole movie like, like it's just like a great yeah like everything's great 100 percent would get stoned tonight and watch it with a bro like it would <laughs> it's one of those that like you would want to do that um i had spy kids did you ever see spy kids oh yes i did see spy kids Actually, there were like a lot yeah of i was gonna say them. there's like five i think i've probably seen like yeah. the first three um i remember the thumbs you remember the thumbs yeah creepy yeah i remember those yeah it, it was like that's Dude, yeah it was kind of weird again sticking with this theme like most of these movies i name and we'll get into this in the next segment but like they're either scary or scarring in some way um but i digress uh i have the b movie have you ever seen the b movie with uh i have seen the b movie jerry seinfeld with, uh, seinfeld yeah yep dude he like another movie that like is funny right now like if i watch it I'm, i'd be laughing the whole time like the jokes there are kind of next level like almost like a little adolescent yeah i mean uh actually one of the audio clips that i have is from the b movie so we'll, we'll go we'll circle back to that later but uh what are some other kind of sc- sad and scary ones um well to wrap up my honorable mentions i have robots oh okay shark tales Oh my God! Robots and Shark Tales. Wow, forgot about yeah, both. Yeah, two forgottens. Like easy. I was forgotten. like low key obsessed with robots for a while. Didn't did McDonald's have some robots? Yes, toys? for sure. Because okay, I remember like being hype over those <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. Um, Cars and Emperor's New Groove. Um, Never saw Emperor's New Groove. Dude. Wasn't that a TV show as well? Uh, or it turned into one. I actually don't know that for sure, but the movie super underrated in terms of uh, laughs. Once again, uh, David Spade is the voice, like so he's just oh, nice, you know, amazing. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into now. Almost, you know, we gotta have some cons here because uh, that's what the whole episode's about. We want to awaken you. We want you to see stuff that maybe you didn't think about before. And I think we'll start by something that I want to talk about is just like. S- Almost every Disney movie has a sad or scary part. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're a kid. Especially if you're a kid. I mean, I know. Like, some, like, scarring. Yes. Like, like I am scarred by the movie E.T. to this day. Like, I'll never watch it again. <laughs> I've never seen because, it. Because, like, I know, I know I could face it now, but 
I'm kind of scared that I'm going to get like PTSD and it's going to fuck me up. Well, what so exactly was the scary again. part? Because I never saw the movie. Him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was. Yeah. It, no, it was terrible because I, I don't know. I just remember I, it's it's literally my 9-11 <laughs> because I remember this night so well, dude. I remember standing in my mom's bathroom. Like, asking her what movie we were watching. Because I think we were getting it from Blockbuster. Like, this is how young I was. And I remember her, like, telling me it was, like, about this alien that comes to Earth. And I just, like, it's weird. I have this, like, vivid picture in my in my head of a thought that I had then. And I, like, I just pictured, like, kids, like, playing in their backyard. And, like, for some reason, I just remember, like... I, I just have this, like, it's weird. I have this picture in my head of, like, an alien, like, coming over and just, like, the kids are, like, playing with their ball. And, like, he, like, comes and, like, starts, like, playing with them. That was what I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. And then, so fast forward, like, we watch the movie. And I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> like, it's a, cr- it's a sketchy fucking movie. Because, like, E.T. is, like, not appealing to the eyes whatsoever. He's just weird looking. He's got that weird shaped head and he's all like wrinkly and shit. He's just not pretty looking. And then he gets all sick and shit from like from Earth. Like Earth starts to make him sick and he gets all shitty and like even more disgusting looking. And then they like quarantine the town and there's all the tube systems like running from like house to house and shit. Because like he has the disease and like... Dude, it was so fucked up. And I just remember, like, that entire night in my bed, I, like, wrapped my entire comforter, like, around me and, like, was, like, tucked it under my feet and, like, wouldn't even let my head poke out because I was so scared. Like, I sat under, like, that blanket the whole night. And I I remember the next morning I woke up and I was just drenched. Yeah. And, like I said, that's that's my mm-hmm. 9-11 is E.T., so... I'll never watch it again just because it's not worth it. So sticking with kind of the scary theme, I would say, first of all, um, The Incredibles. There's a scene. I actually saw it on like some social media yesterday, and it reminded me of this episode. It was perfectly timed. But there's a scene where he breaks into the lair, and he like tries to get the code uh, to find out some classified information. He gets the code. Um, and then like all of a sudden, just like the alarms start going off after like a minute and no one knows what happens. He starts running back and these, these giant, there's like a hundred turrets just firing like these balls at him that like when it hits you, it like sticks. Oh, the black, like sticky. Yes. And I was like terrified And this post I saw yesterday explained it perfectly. They're like, for some reason, as a kid watching that scene, I thought, like, this is something I'd have to overcome at some point in my life. Like, I'd be getting <laughs> shot by these things, and I don't, yes, I would there know were a lot to of, do. Like, there were a lot of scenes in, like, kids' movies like that. Like, shit was super intense, and you, like, saw yourself in it. You're like, this, like I'm going to have to do this sometime. <laughs> um, Monsters, Inc., dude. Like, Monsters, Inc., first of all, the whole premise of the movie is scaring children, like... Yeah, I mean, if anybody's woke to, the, like, I didn't even want to go down this rabbit hole, like, while my mom was still on the phone, but if anybody's woke to the whole adrenochrome conspiracy, which is, like, very, very quickly and broadly, is that there's, like, these elite pedophiles that 
scare the shit out of children and when when people are scared uh like it's like a precursor to adrenaline that goes into your blood it's called adrenochrome and i guess like the conspiracy theory is that like these crazy satanist pedophiles like drink kids blood but they have to get them scared first for like the adrenochrome to get in and it like anti-aging and like all sorts of weird devil shit like i'm I'm not going to go deep into it but if you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about so if you take that and then look at monsters inc and how they have to like go into the portals like into the kids rooms and like scare them until like the like it's some sort of liquid i don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is but it's like, like it's like fill. scare juice it's it's literal like scare juice it has to like fill up in this like vile thing and then they like take it back take that to like yeah take that to the to the leader or like to the whoever but if you're if you're any if you have any awareness of that conspiracy theory and then you see that you're like yo this is like way too spot on if you know like what they could be referencing it's it's just weird shit yeah it's like scary accurate <laughs> to yes. exactly what it is like yeah, because one like like I said, once you like learn about that conspiracy theory, and then go back and like watch a couple scenes from Monsters Inc., you're like, yo, this is like this is fucked up. Um, the Scooby Doo live action. Have you seen those? Scooby. Yeah. No, I like. I really no. Okay, I really like the one on like the island. Tiki island. Yeah. I mean, yes. it's is it scary? scary as fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, the entire town gets hypnotized and becomes, like, you know, their leader or whatever. And there's only, like, the Scooby-Doo crew is the only ones who, like, didn't get hypnotized. And they, like, ought to figure out what the fuck's going on. Sneak around without getting caught. Um, the guy at the end. Fucking, doesn't Scrappy-Doo end up being, the, like, the yes. deck or he gets, like, possessed or some shit? Yes. It's literally Scrappy-Doo the whole time. But then he becomes super giant and scary and, like... Yeah, oh, shit. Okay, yes. I do remember that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, as a kid, just freaked me the fuck out. Like, I was just terrified the whole movie. Um, I think that was another movie where I just, like, saw by accident when I was homesick one day. <laughs> I feel like that happened a lot when we were kids, though. Yeah, and, like, totally cool with it. Um, and then the flip side, you know, there was things that were too sad. And even to the point where if I watched them today or even five years ago, like I would be on the verge of tears. Especially I mean, if I watched it for the for first me, time. Yeah. One of those for me is Milo and Otis. Um, like, dude, I might have been like five years old because I really don't remember the movie that much. But I, again, this is like another 9-11 for me. I remember sitting in the back seat of my parents' car. We were like driving to probably Myrtle or maybe Florida to visit my grandparents. And we used to, they used to get like the DVD player thing mm -hmm. and like the thing, the screens on the back of the seats, which is just like, okay, let's just give props to whoever invented that. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Cash. Um, but I remember they rented like Milo and Otis. And I don't, have you seen it? No. Yeah, I don't think it's a like super popular movie, but it's pretty much this like cat and dog. And like I said, I was super young, so I really don't remember it. But it's just like this cat and dog and they're like best friends and then like they get set I'm pretty sure the ending is like one of them dies or like they get separated forever. 
And I remember like my parents had to like pull over the car <laughs> to like get me to like relax because I was hysterically crying. Because like this whole time they're just like building up this like insane friendship yeah. between like a cat and dog, like fighting all the odds. They're supposed to hate each other, mm -hmm. but they love each other. And like the whole time, and then like like I said, I don't really remember the movie, but I just remember them getting separated or or one of them dying at the end. And it's just like, who the fuck is making this for kids? Like, I was scarred by this. This is probably 15 years ago. Yeah, and we're I still, still talking like, about pretty it. Pretty vividly remember this. Uh, doesn't the dog get, like, washed away in, like, the current or something? Yes, I remember... Uh, I, yes, I remember it, like, being in a basket or maybe just, like, <laughs> straight up drowning because, like, I don't know how fucked up this shit was. But I, I just do know that it scarred me and that... It's a terrible movie for kids. Don't let your kids watch it. You got to be at least like 20. Yeah. Um, that's like, I feel like directly correlates to Lion King. Like maybe the most popular kids movie of all time. Uh, they just made a live action uh, remake, which I mean, how the fuck do you do that? I don't know. But Such anyways, guy, <laughs> anyways, the original Lion King, right? So there's maybe 10 to 15 minutes where everything's cool. And then you get the vibe that, like, the brother is, like, super evil. But you don't really think, like, you don't know where it's going to go. And then all of a sudden, like, the stampede happens. The dad goes, saves the son, Simba, um, and then dies. And then the fucking, like, it, they couldn't just end it at that. They had to be like, yo, Simba, go up to your dead dad and, like, see if he's alive. And then they, like, have that whole scene where he's like, dad dad and then he's like puts his like head under his paw and is like hitting it like come on like we gotta go and then he's just there dead and then he just like sits there and lays with him for a while just sobbing like that's so dude, fucked you can't just do that <laughs> why are that? you animating like a child watching their parent die dude you can't just do that like i'm sorry like that was honestly messed up and i think there should be a lawsuit for like Emotional and trauma. Like, like, if we emotional get emotional harassment, yeah, we could get like millions, millions to sign the petition, bro. Millions. <laughs> but yeah, Lion King, number one on my list for too sad and honestly should be illegal in some form. I'll go. Did you ever see Marley and Me? Because I never saw it, but I know that's Marley sad and Me. As fuck, yeah, too. but that one is more like you want it to be sad almost. Like, it, it's perfect because it sums up. Like, the whole thing is a dog's life, right? Like, a dog. And then he gives the perfect monologue at the end. And it's almost like it's one of those movies where you cry at the end, but, like, you feel good crying. Because you you're, like, yeah, yeah. you're like, this is reality. Like, dogs are going to die. Everyone loves them with their entire heart and soul. Like, it's going to suck. So appreciate them while they're here. They're, they live for fucking 10, 15 years max. Um, Toy Story 3. Um, have you seen that one where they're in the, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. The fucking incinerator, the <laughs> garbage shit. The, Dude. Yeah. The incinerator. Okay. So that movie probably came out. Uh, I mean, I'll look it up real quick. I'm going to guess 2014. 10. Oh. 2010. Okay. 20. So okay, yeah. I was in like middle school. Wait, there's a toy story four. No, 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 no. Toy Story 4 is the really new one in, like, Oh, 20. yeah, it is. That's the one that came out in, like, 2017. Okay, so, yeah, 2010, I was in, like, sixth grade. So you'd be in, like, fifth or sixth. Um, I remember watching it in the theater, 
there's the scene at the end. I'm sure most of these listeners have seen it where they're all holding hands. They all kind of accept their fate that they're going to die by getting fucking incinerated after you stick with them for two and 2.98 movies. And you're like, this is my family. Like that you feel like they're your toys, but also your best friends. Um, I mean, they're, and they're about to burn. They're about to burn alive. <laughs> like the worst possible death, which connects back to like a previous, I had a quick hitter in a previous episode where it's like, can toys even die? Well, yeah, if they get fucking incinerated, I don't think they're coming back from it. So, um, they're standing there, but I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like you could like mutilate the shit out of a toy and it's like going to be like one of the like kind of retarded ones like Sid had. <laughs> well, I mean, that was my whole point with the quick hitter before is like, you can't really kill a toy. Like Mr. Potato Head, his whole goal is to take him apart limb by limb <laughs> <laughs> and he's chilling. Like he wants it. So, the only way you hurt him is if you like destroy the potato. Well, right. And then think about Woody loses his arm in Toy Story 2, sews it back on, works perfectly. <laughs> Literally didn't skip a beat. So, that scene is super satisfying. Yeah. Though. <laughs> Honestly, one of the best scenes in all of cinema. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, Toy Story 4 or 3. They're, they're sitting there. They're holding hands. They're accepting their fate. And you're sitting there in the theater. Well, I'm sitting there in the theater in sixth grade. Just like, wow, my life is over. Like, <laughs> like I like, just I'm became. i to watch all of my friends die. <laughs> I just became an adult right here in this moment because I'm watching my friends die. And then obviously they get saved because why would they ever kill all the toys? Would be absolute animatic suicide, I guess you could say, um, <laughs> for the series. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you're sitting there and you watch them hold hands, I don't know. I thought that was super sad. And then I'll end with Inside Out. I don't think you've seen that movie, right? So well, that came that's out. That's like the really trippy one, isn't it? What? Isn't that like, like pretty fucking trippy or some shit? Like, isn't it? What's that shit about? It is a little trippy. So it came out in 2015. So I was a junior. That's the one that's like <laughs> about like emotions. Yes, I was a junior in high school. So the trailer does not like do this thing justice. You know, classic Disney movie. They promote the shit out of it. I saw it. You know, we're in high school. I'm like, I mean, it seems kind of cool. Like you said, lots of colors. Really good idea. They're visualizing emotions of a teenager. So there's like anger, there's sadness, there's happiness, and then there's one more. Don't remember. Um, but anyways, the whole premise of the movie. Laughter? <laughs> well, maybe? Humor? Yeah, maybe. Um, it's not really a feeling. But anyways, the whole premise of the movie is there's a girl. She's an only child. And her family moves her away from minnesota to san francisco she has no friends blah 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 um and she becomes depressed like she's probably a freshman in high school maybe even in middle school oh there's fear fear is also in it fear okay anyways it goes into this imaginary world where emotions are visualized and they have characters and then someone fucks up i don't remember but the entire movie is like basically they're trying to save her from committing suicide. Like a middle school actually, girl. Actually? Like Actually? They don't, you know, I'm they'd never like literally imply that, but basically what happens is her entire mental is just breaking down. Like there's all these lands, probably like 6 to 8 lands um in this imaginary world. 
and they start collapsing like physically like 9-11 like towers like going down like they start completely collapsing and falling apart and it's like if they all go down like we don't know what would happen <laughs> like like but you know as the movie goes on she gets more and more depressed and starts doing more and more fucked up shit like literally in the movie um so the whole movie is that and it's just depressing because the sadness emotion is the one who's screwing everything up so she's sad and depressed just like the girl is so she's like taking over almost <laughs> um yeah so yeah that's the sad theme of the movie i hated the movie to be honest with you but the actual sad you part think, that you s- do you think they made it to try to like appeal to all the like suicidal kids out there Dude. and like try to ease them in like do you think that like might help like a suicidal kid like feel better or like think about getting help like i would do you think it could help anybody in that situation or it was just kind of entertain making it entertaining no i mean i don't think honestly that there is a single kid that would enjoy that movie <laughs> um but anyways the sad part that i see on uh social media once again i've seen it a lot actually is there's a part where there's like her last imaginary friend like the only thing that's representing her childhood they're trapped in some jail and they have to go up and sing a song in like this roller coaster type thing and it catapults them and they can't get it and the only way they could get it to the little girl or the emotions knowledge or she doesn't know i mean (laughs) um is he has to sacrifice his life. And he's like the only positive <laughs> part of the movie. Like this imaginary little character friend. His name's like Bumbo or some some shit. <laughs> I don't know. We'll throw it Bumbo. in here. But um, anyways, they're singing. They're going up this mountain, right? And then right when they get to the point where they always miss it, he jumps out and kills himself. And then she makes it and she's like, we did it, Bumbo. Like, we made it. Let's go. She turns around. He's not there. He's down at the bottom again still. And then he dies instantly. (laughs) And his last words are, "Uh, go save Riley. Take her to the moon for me. And then he dies. It's like the most emotionally (laughs) fucked shit. Dude, I think they're just trying to like desensitize kids. Honestly, there has to be an explanation. Like this, all this stuff that we've been saying, they don't just do this in every movie, like for no reason. Honestly, yeah, there's got to be some, like, dude. yeah, there's some fuckery going on here, dude. And a lot of them are Disney, so it makes sense that there's fuckery. So, what do we, what do we do about that? Like, <laughs> I mean. It's- fucking deep state can't do shit seriously bro this has to be connected like they're programming us to be yeah, almost fucking evil. mk ultra shit or maybe they're saving us in a way because like these movies like you love the movies still you still love these movies but there's that part in every single one that you hate that like it just makes you sad or it makes you scared and it maybe it like represents life almost like they're trying to like ramp you up for real life like not everything's going to be amazing trying to show you like every emotion yeah, I don't <laughs> know. fuck it whatever definitely sketchy all right lastly what we love to do on this podcast as you all know is we like to break down the shit that you don't know about these movies and the shit that could be a little sketch like honestly could have some uh 
what's the word evil um what's the better word for Fuck. evil I don't know, but they reference like sex, pedophilia, drugs, suicide. Fuck. So yeah, get into this it. Is, this is children's media that we're talking about here. So, um, all right. So the first one that I pulled was from um, Toy Story Three with Mister. The scene is, um, I think it's when Lotso's first like kind of introducing himself and he's like kind of giving attitude and being a dick to Mrs. Potato Head and Mr. Potato Head has a few words to say about that. Sweet potato, who do you think you're talking to? I have over 30 accessories and I deserve more respect. Ah, that's better. <laughs> hey, no one takes my wife's mouth except me. Give it back, you furry air freshener. Come on, like, <laughs> come on. That is like nobody takes my wife's mouth except me. Like, there's no other way to look at that. Literally none. Like, because as a kid, imagine you're a kid watching that. You wouldn't laugh. Like, you just wouldn't know what he's even talking about. I mean, if you're a kid, you're gonna laugh. Be like, you're gonna laugh at the part. Like, I don't know. You're just gonna laugh because it like seems silly. Right. But yeah, you don't realize what the fuck's happening at all. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and I mean, like everybody's seen Toy Story three. I guarantee you, nobody listening to this remembers that part. Mm -hmm. So, um, next we have uh, a scene from Frozen. Did you ever see Frozen? Yeah, watched it multiple times. Another one. I won't touch on it. Fucked up. Sad. Scary. All of the above. But go ahead. Yeah. Um. So this, uh, I guess. Elsa maybe is um riding and like she's riding in some sort of carriage with like the prince dude. I, I don't know names, so I can't really help you here. But uh they're kind of just flirting and you'll hear uh you'll hear what's said. Oh yeah? What's his last name? Uh, of the Southern Isles. What's his favorite food? Sandwiches. Best friend's name? Probably John. Eye color. Dreamy. Foot size. Foot size doesn't matter. Have you had a meal with him yet? So that's not like terrible, but like, why are you bringing up foot size? And then she says foot size doesn't matter. Like, okay, Come obviously on. you're not talking about feet now. Mm -hmm. Talking about pipe. Um, so why do you do you think they put this in there? Um, so like the parents can be entertained, or do you think they're being just like sketchy dicks, or are they trying to like uh? sexual not sexualized children <clears throat> but like kind of um i don't know what the word is like prime them um yeah i think yeah, first of I all guess. the toy story know. one i think is for the parents like purely because it's not like super inappropriate like explicitly but and then i think that i think the uh, frozen one though is like almost sketchy like they like tried to slide something in there and like see what they could get away yeah, with <laughs> They do it real quick. Yeah. Because they're just like listing a bunch of things and they're just like, yeah, foot size, foot size doesn't matter. And then they just keep going real quick. Yeah. So that, that was uh, some sketchiness. So this third one from the movie Hocus Pocus, a Halloween classic. Um, This is by far the most fucked up thing that I could find in children's movies and TV. Um. 
This is just straight pedophilia. I'll let you listen to it. What is this contraction? I call it a bus. A bus. A bus. <laughs> and its purpose? To convey gorgeous creatures such as yourselves to your most forbidden desires. <laughs> well, that's it. We desire children. <laughs> Hey, that may take me a couple of tries, but I don't think that'd be a problem. I'm pouring up. It might take me a couple tries. What? Bro. What are you trying? <laughs> like, that's blatant. That's right kids. in front of our eyes. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. And these are super popular movies. And like that, like, okay, the other ones like dick size and only I can take my wife's mouth. Those are funny. Adults will find that funny. It gives the parents a reason to, to be there. It entertains them a little bit. But that's not entertaining to anybody. That's just disturbing. weird and fucking disgusting and disturbing. Yeah. So I don't know who the fuck directed Hocus Pocus. I'm going to look it up right now so I can... Call Shout him out, out that guy for being a fucking <laughs> rapist. <laughs> Who directed Hocus Pocus? Um, Kenny Ortega, written by Neil Cuthbert and Mick Garris. You're all kid fuckers, and I hope you burn in hell. Moving on. <laughs> um, Shrek 2. Um... This is uh, this this one. This one's funny as funny. fuck, dude. Yeah, I don't care what not, anyone says. It's not really said. bad. This one's not bad. It's just funny because like they, it's like so. Um, you'll probably remember this scene, but it, uh, it's kind of like a reference. It's like a cop spoof. So it's uh, you see like there's like a helicopter camera like watching the chase go on, and then they find they find catnip on puss. So, like, it's weed and stuff. Like, it, it's just funny. So, it's not that bad. But in this scene, uh, when we were getting these clips, which was actually a couple months ago, we've been uh, kind of sitting on this episode for a while. Um, if you notice, and we'll have this, um, uh, we'll, we'll post the video, but why, when, <laughs> when Donkey, or yeah, when Donkey's getting arrested, the cop's knee goes like straight onto his neck. <laughs> And it's just like, and he's, he's screaming pr police brutality, and it's just like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. But uh, I will play that one next. Night on night. Ah, here's a good show. We got a white Bronco heading east into the forest. White Requesting Bronco, backup. Okay. It's time for the men in steel to teach these madcap mammals their devil may bear attitudes just won't fly. All right, come on, let me go. This is not mine. This is not okay. mine. <laughs> Just a couple things though. Why do they? It's it, it is kind of interesting that they have the one like black voiced character, screaming screaming police brutality, and then they have the one Mexican like getting busted for weed and saying like, "Yo, it's not mine, man." <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, it's come on, it's dude. just honestly that one's just so funny. Like perfect, it's perfect. Like they nailed it. But yeah, uh, the amount I of know. references that was probably 
That was another one for the parents, for sure. Because, like, even in the beginning... Um, so this is when Donkey gets, like, changed to a horse. And uh, they say, like, they're chasing a white Bronco, which, if you know anything about the OJ incident, he was in a white Bronco. So that's just, like, a... That's I, that's more of a playful one. I don't think there's a lot of harm in that one. Um, but it is, like... It, it is the police brutality part is a little weird. Yeah, I gotta say. And need a neck. That's just like a horrible coincidence. Yeah, need a neck, and they choose the one black character, like maybe in the entire Shrek universe. That's a tough so. coincidence for them, but yeah, <laughs> we caught it. And then uh, we have one more. This is the last one. Um, this I can't really remember the full context of this. Uh, do you remember where, when and why the suicide pact is brought up in B-movie? Let's play it, because then I'll, I'll probably remember. Okay. It's not a long clip, but here you go. How about a suicide pact? How do we do it? I'll sting you. You step on me. That just kills you twice. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, knows. that is pretty funny. That is so <laughs> he's like, funny. Right, he's right. like, right, right, right. <laughs> But also, like, there's got to be some kids that watch that and they looked over like, their parents and said, Mommy, what's a pack? suicide pack? Yeah. And they're like, oh, don't worry about no. it, Johnny. Just back to the show. I think it's when, like, they realize that it's, like, kind of hopeless that they could save the uh, flowers because, like, they're all dying because of the lack of bees that are working. Like, the bees kind of just go on <laughs> vacay and, like, it's just, yeah. So they're just trying to fucking <laughs> suicide. Yeah, dude such a good movie but but uh, i'm gonna play it again real quick because that was funny how about a suicide pact <laughs> how do we do it i'll sting you you step on me that just kills you twice right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the way he delivers it is <laughs> so right, good right. yeah i mean come on seinfeld's a fucking comedic genius you got to give it give it to him that was that was perfect delivery right there oh god okay um so we have a few other movies listed on here that we don't have clips for. I don't really know where we were going with it. I mean, Cat in the Hat, I think we should talk about it regardless. That movie was fucked, like almost acid trip-like, like absolutely insane the whole time. Definitely a, yeah, really weird movie. Um, Mike Myers, he's just like... He's just a weird dude. Like, all of his movies are just, like, they're hilarious, but they're weird. He's a very strange actor. Um, but, yeah, again, there's uh, a f <clears throat> certainly a few things in Cat in the Hat that are uh, just weird and inappropriate for, for kids. Um, we touched on Monsters Inc. and Hocus Pocus. Uh, what what was it about Wally? -E? Um, or Wall? Is it <laughs> Wally -E or Wall? -E? I don't know why I said Wally. -E. <laughs> like he's a Wally. -E. Like he's the fucking rapper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wally. -E. Um. So Wally. -E, I mean, I don't know where we were going with this, honestly. But we, I would like to talk about the the storyline itself. Right? Is this future where humans eventually destroy Earth? They build a giant ship that they can just live on in space, and robots also live among them and do like all the dirty work and stuff. Are humans in it? Yeah, humans are in it. Every single human's fat because they don't have to move. Um, like you're just on like a chair that levitates and goes wherever you want. I mean, honestly, that 
So everything I just said, kind of that's like woke dystopian. (laughs) Everything I just said, like if you think about Wally right now, that is almost exactly where the future's going. (laughs) Like exactly, people are getting fatter and lazier, and we're letting technology technology do shit for us. Yep. Um, and we're destroying the earth. So yeah, everything about that. Everything spot on. Um, kids' movies. There's just, there's a lot to say, honestly, like, because they play such a big role in your life, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, that's all you I know. Remember, um, yeah, I mean, I remember just like, I don't know if being inspired is the right movie, but like a lot of those movies just got your imagination flowing. And I remember I'd like go home and I just like, just like play just like imaginary, like war or like. Whatever the movie was based off of, if it was a superhero movie, I'd pretend I have superpowers and be like running around my basement. And like, I just remember all those movies would really get your imagination, like, and creativity flowing. And I'd I'd always get home and just like have a blast playing and just like imagining that I was in the movie. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I would highly recommend if need if anyone listening to this, including you, has not seen this movie, Lilo and Stitch, bro. It's so good. Like. 10 out of 10. I feel like I probably have seen it, but I, I'll definitely watch it again. I, I, mean, I assume it's on Disney Plus, so I'll check it out yeah. one night. Dude, it's it's just a great movie. Like, feel good. Um, you know, it has the conflict, but it's not too scary. And the soundtrack is next level. So, um, <laughs> I mean, the, like, they're most... What kind of, does it, is it like a... Like, yeah, what kind of stuff's on the soundtrack? So there's one song. Maybe look it up right now as I describe yeah. this. Um, it's called Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. Dude, this song, it's the perfect mix of, like, Americanizing the Hawaiian culture as much as possible. Like, simplifying it and Americanizing it so that, like, kids that don't live in Hawaii can just be like this is so Hawaiian. Like, you know, it's not at all, but like, you know, it's just like such a good vibe. And the song is so good. I've seen multiple TikToks or posts on Twitter about this song in the past, like six months where people are like, can we talk about how much this song fucking slaps? Oh, I know this song. Yeah, baby, I forgot about this shit. Okay, so they're speaking like a lot. True. I wonder what they're saying. So is it like all originals on there? Yes. You know, that's most Disney movies, though. Um, yeah. Or actually, I don't even know if there's another song. <laughs> like, now that I think about it, like that one just has taken over my brainwaves. Like, <laughs> that's the entire soundtrack. <laughs> um, but yeah, amazing song, amazing movie. Is there any closing notes you have? I'm just looking at this album. There's there's like five Elvis Presley songs. Oh. Hound Dog, Devil in Disguise, Suspicious Minds, and Stuck on You. 
Like, Elvis is like half the album. <laughs> I don't know why, but... Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think we touched on everything. Uh, like we said, Anything we've been kind of playing this episode for a while. I think it went well. Thank you to Noel's mom, Mrs. Joseph. Mama Jay. The GOAT for coming on, doing yes. an incredible Mount Rushmore. We will post the Mount Rushmore. Go ahead and vote on our socials at the Tube Station on Twitter and at Tube Station Pod on Instagram. Go ahead and vote for who you think has the best Mount Rushmore of children's movies. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace.